Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and I want to encourage you to walk towards a simplified life and make room for what matters to you. Minimalism is the movement that's all about having less stuff so that you have more time for the things that you care about. It's become a pretty big thing and it's changed my life. But sometimes it feels like minimalism has become about subscribing to a trendy movement and trying to do it perfectly. My goal is to help you find a sustainable, realistic version of minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. Minimalish is about grace-filled minimalism. It certainly is not about doing it perfectly. And each week, We'll talk about the topics of simple living, motherhood, decluttering, slowing down, mindset shifts, and everything else in between that will help us move towards a more intentional life. And I'll often invite a guest on to chat with me about these topics as well. I'm so glad you're here, friend. Let's dive in. Hi, friend. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, we are going to talk about minimalism and hosting. And just note, this is not going to be step-by-step how to be a good host. I don't really think that is necessarily related to minimalism. And honestly, I am not an expert host. But what I do want to address today is how minimalism can help you be a better host. And I want to just encourage you, honestly, to invite people into your home and not to be afraid of it. This is coming from someone who does get anxiety sometimes about hosting. And I've really most of the time come down from that anxiety. And I feel like minimalism has been a big help with that. So I'm going to talk to you more about this today. Before we get started, I just want to briefly say next week, we're going to do a decluttering challenge as a minimalist community. And we are going to focus on three different areas of the home over three days. It's just going to be quick decluttering to get you started. If you are needing to do some maintenance decluttering, or if you're needing, if you're wanting to start and dive into minimalism for the first time, this is for you. I cannot wait to do this as a community. It's completely free, so you can sign up for that at DesireeEndries.com/declutter. That's DesireeEndries.com/declutter. And if you are looking for some more guidance in decluttering and in figuring out how minimalism is going to work for you. My program is going to be opening its doors soon as well, so you can keep your eyes out for that. As always, if Minimalish has made some kind of difference in your life, if it encourages you in some way, share it with a friend. You can share it on social media if you'd like to. Make sure to tag me if you do. Share it on Instagram so I can see and I can thank you. And another great way to give back to the show is just to leave a positive rating or a review if you're loving it. I love being here with you each week, and that honestly encourages me to keep showing up when I see those positive reviews. So thank you so much for those of you who have taken the time to do that. All right, let's dig in to today's episode. So when I'm thinking of hosting, I personally think of this in several different ways. I think of the fact that I could just invite a friend over for coffee or for a play date or something like that, and that to me, is considered hosting. I am hosting a friend in my home or maybe even a couple of friends. So I think of that as hosting on a smaller scale. And to me, there's not a lot of stress involved with that. There's not a lot of anxiety involved with that. It's not that hard to think about the logistics of will I have enough stuff to serve a friend? So that's hosting on a smaller scale. And I totally encourage you to do it because Even if it gives you a little bit of anxiety to have someone in your home, 
I know there's this anxiety around judgment you might feel from someone if they're coming into your home. What will they think if I have a smaller home? Or what will they think if I have a bigger home? All of these things. But I just encourage you to push through those feelings because when you invite someone into your home, there's just a different level of vulnerability that happens in a like the good type of vulnerable, a different level of conversation that happens versus just meeting a friend somewhere. So I highly recommend it. But I want to talk a little bit more about what it looks like to host in a minimalist home when we're talking about hosting on a little bit of a larger scale. Maybe you're having another family over for dinner. Maybe you're having a couple of families over for dinner. Or maybe we're thinking more along the lines of hosting for bigger events where you may be hosting a party of some sort or a holiday. So that's what I want to dig into because I think the first thing that I usually hear when we talk about minimalism and hosting is this anxiousness around while I'm decluttering, I'm starting to think about the fact of if I get rid of too many plates, I won't be able to host people in my home. Or should I get rid of these plates? Because some other minimalist person told me I should and I would like to keep them around because I often have people in my home. So I feel like there's this anxiety around hosting in a minimalist home. I don't think there needs to be. Have you ever struggled to find results when it comes to questions about health-related issues? Because I personally have had this struggle with thyroid issues, and that's why I'm excited to tell you about one of today's sponsors, Everly Well. Everly Well offers more than 35 at-home lab tests from food sensitivity to thyroid to STD and heart health tests. The collection kit will come straight to your door. It's super easy to follow the instructions. You collect your sample from home on your own time. Your results are processed in a certified lab reviewed by a board-certified physician, and you'll get all of your results sent to you digitally within just a few days. So I ordered the Everly Well Thyroid Kit, and I was really thankful for the fact that the results were just broken down, so easy to understand, and they even offer next steps. I really just love how simple the entire process is, and you can even set up a free discussion with a healthcare professional directly through the Everly Well platform, which is my next step that I'll be taking. To start learning more about your health like I did, check out Everly Well at Home Lab Tests. For 15% off your first lab test, visit everlywell.com slash minimal and enter code minimal. That's everlywell.com slash minimal and enter code minimal. All right, let's get back to the episode. So my first thought for you today is one, you're allowed to keep around the amount of stuff that you would need to host people in your home, especially if this is something that you do often. I don't see why you wouldn't. Now, I think there can be this issue of storage. If you live in a smaller home, maybe you have a smaller kitchen and maybe you have a smaller storage area. So maybe you are unable to keep extra around because of that, or else it will turn into clutter. This is obviously a case-by-case situation, but what I really want to encourage you to do is to do what is going to work best for you. You have permission to keep as many plates as you feel you need to, to comfortably host people in your home if you host people often. I'm going to tell you what I do. This is not the right way. This is just what works for me and my family. We keep four of each size of plate and dish in our cupboards. So it's like eight plates total, eight bowls total, and they're four of each size. And then I also keep 
six glasses, and we just have wide mouth mason jars as our glasses. And we keep a couple of pint glasses and wine glasses as well. Not many, maybe six total. So we keep these in our really small cupboards in our really small kitchen. And we are a family of three. So it's really double the amount of people who are in our home on a regular, everyday basis. But my reasoning for this is, one, we actually end up going through all those dishes anyways. Two, I have family in my home almost daily, just visiting for short periods of time, but I want to be able to offer them a glass of water and not have to go into a storage space to find it. And three, if I have a friend over for coffee, I want the same things. I want these things to be accessible if I'm just having a couple of people in my home, if someone stops by, I don't want to have to go searching for something to offer it to them. Now, I want to encourage you to have community and to have people in your home. I want to encourage you that if it's something that you want to do, if it's something that you desire to do, to have more people into your home, then do it. And try to let go of the anxiety that would be around this idea that I don't have enough to host someone. I kind of already said this, but one, if you are going through decluttering for the first time or second time or whatever, keep things around. I am telling you to keep things that maybe you don't use on an every single day basis, but if you're going to use it for hosting and you have the space for it, keep it. And keep it maybe out of reach of your family on a daily basis so that you don't end up with a ton of extra dishes. Or keep it somewhere if you do have storage. We do keep, like I said, six of pretty much everything that I would need for everyday dinners and hosting giving someone a snack who comes over, whatever. We keep all of that available on a daily basis, but I even keep extras, which maybe that makes me bad minimalist, but I have the storage space available in our basement. Yes, we have a small home. Yes, we have a small kitchen. I do not keep these extras in my kitchen. I keep them in my basement because if I do have a family over for dinner, I want to have enough for them. However, it's not like I have a ton. I have maybe eight to 12 total bowls, plates, and glasses, 12 of each. So if I'm hosting a big party, honestly, I am personally going to use disposable plates and cups and whatever else I might need to host people. So that is what I do. And it takes away the stress of it all for me. I give myself permission to keep what I feel like I need as long as it's not stressing me out. And that's what I want you to do. Keep what you feel like you need so that you can host people in your home. And this is going beyond just hosting someone for coffee or dinner. Think about the things that maybe you have family that stays overnight at your house when they come to visit. Do you want to ask your family to bring bedding with them when they come because you've gotten rid of all of yours? If so, that totally works. Do that. Or keep extra. Keep an extra set or an extra couple of sets if you have the space for it, so that you're able to host those people. I just want you to know there aren't rules on this. You don't have to get rid of every last thing in your home that you don't use on a daily basis if it's something that you would use to host someone, but don't let it be your excuse either. Don't think to yourself, I might use this for hosting one day. Are you actually going to? Is this something that is actually practical and you are actually going to use it for hosting? Then keep it. 
I hope that little permission simplifies it for you if you're thinking about what you want to keep around that would be extra for these hosting situations. Now, on a similar note, my second point is that I want you to redefine what it looks like to be a good host. I think I used to go into people's houses who were really good at hosting, in my opinion. That's what I would think of them as, as a good host. And I would see how beautifully their homes were decorated, how they had those chargers, like those decorative plate things underneath the plates that you actually eat off of for decoration. They have the perfect decorative napkins for the season. And just everything was perfect in my mind. That was what a good host was. And I've experienced people like that. And honestly, I love being in their homes and I love being hosted by them. If that kind of thing brings you joy and you have the space to keep those things and you actually use them often because you do host people in your home often, then you totally should. But my belief that a good host had to have the right stuff to be a good host totally kept me from wanting to host people in my home because I don't have that stuff. Can't really afford to just buy that stuff for the occasions that we host for, which we do. We've hosted the last two holidays in our home. We've hosted a birth, a big old birthday party in our home for our one-year-old last year. This year, we're hosting a much smaller scale little get-together for my daughter again this weekend, actually. And I used to think I needed the right stuff to be a good host. I want you to redefine what a good host actually is. And what I want you to first think about is the fact that there are several different ways to be a good host. None of them are wrong. So I want you to really define what would a good host be if you are the host? What would it look like for you to be a good host? Because your personality is maybe different than the person that you've been over their home and decided that that is good hosting I am not like that, so therefore I cannot be a good host. So what what's your personality like? What can you offer people? How can you be a good host? And for me, honestly, it's simplicity. Keeping the whole thing simple is going to make me a better host because it's going to make me less stressed out and more able to focus on the people who are there. Because when it comes down to it, when you go to a holiday or a dinner at someone's house, are you really worried about the decorative items or the fancy things that they are serving you with? Or are you more concerned with the conversation and the fact that you're getting maybe a warm meal that you don't have to cook, which is great, and you are spending time with people that you enjoy? And that's what's important. And that's what I can offer to people. I can offer a warm meal. It might not be the best meal you ever had because I'm not a professional chef in any way, but I can offer that. I can offer a listening ear and I can offer enough. I will have enough plates and enough glasses. If it's a lot of people, they might end up having to be disposable, but I will offer what is necessary. And beyond that, I will offer community and conversation, which I think is the most important. Hi friend, I need to tell you about Lola. Lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes, all the things that we need once a month. The company was founded on a simple idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. 
We really should care about the ingredients that are in these products. With Lola, you'll get 100% natural ingredients. When I found out that major brands actually use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester, I was happy to know that companies like Lola actually exist because their products are free of these added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, and dyes. Plus, Lola makes your months simpler, which you know I'm all about. You'll get a monthly subscription box, which is fully customizable, full of only the things that you actually need. I also really love that with every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I really love that a small, discreet box is delivered right to my door each month because I actually am the type that is going to forget and run out at that time of the month. It's a subscription box that I'm definitely happy to have because it keeps me on top of something that is needed. For 40% off your first month's subscription, go to mylola.com and enter MINIMALISH in all caps when you subscribe. All right, friend, let's get back to the show. So I think to redefine what a good host is, you need to really define what you think is most important. I want to also encourage you to focus on the non-material things. So this is a little bit me defining what a good host is for you. But honestly, I think those most important parts of a party are the non-material things. Maybe there are some situations where you're providing some kind of entertainment experience and there are material things involved, but I'm not talking about that here. I'm talking about simplifying it. So What non-material things can you put a focus on? For me, I think about food, drinks, depending on what I'm providing during this time where I'm hosting. And then most of all, I think about the community and the conversation and loving people well, giving them a space to make them feel like they belong somewhere and they are loved. And I also think that's what people want. They want community. They want to feel welcomed and invited in and they want to feel loved. So if you can... Focus on that, and I think food and drinks can be a part of that because I think, then I think you're focusing on the right things, and I think that is honestly going to make you a good host, and you don't really have to worry about anything else. You don't have to be anxious about the fancy stuff and fancy decorations and the fancy party games or whatever else that you might feel like you need to provide during a time where you're hosting some kind of party or holiday or anything of that sort. You don't need those things. Simplify it, especially if those things make you anxious. Simplify it. Those are not needed to be a good host. Okay, I have two more pointers here on when it comes to hosting and minimalism, and these really can relate to hosting on a smaller scale and a larger scale. So even if you're just having one person over to your home and hosting them, or if you're having a big party. Number three is that your home does not have to be perfectly tidy to invite people in. And I think this is the thing that prevents us from having people in our home probably more than anything else. I personally can tend to have a little bit of social anxiety, so that can be part of it. But honestly, I think this is number one. Because personally, and maybe you can relate, I will start to get anxious. Did I clean the bathroom? Like, just yesterday? Is it still clean? Is this person going to judge me if they come in and not every single corner is dusted and tidied up? And I want you to let that go. And I've personally worked on letting that go. I think it's important to provide a welcoming space 
for your guests. And part of that is tidying up a bit, but you also don't have to spend hours and hours and waste away anxious minutes thinking about this and working on making your home look perfect. Now, here is where minimalism comes into play. It makes our homes so much easier to tidy when we have decluttered our homes and we have less excess stuff. So minimalism really can help us make this not much of a factor because we don't have to spend a ton of time tidying up to make our house presentable. At least that's what I found. And it really only takes me 30 minutes to tidy up my home briefly before I invite someone in and feel comfortable doing so. But at the same time, it's okay to let people into our mess a little bit. Because when it comes down to it, my home is never going to be perfectly tidy. The last time I had a friend over, I spent maybe 20 minutes just tidying up. And right before they came over, my daughter had toys right in the doorway anyways. But I need to get over that anxiety and realize that people don't want to be invited into your perfection. People want real. And if you have kids or if you just live in your house on a daily basis, there are going to be little messes and it's okay. You can let them go. You don't have to have a perfectly tidy home to invite someone in. So while minimalism makes it easy to tidy up your home and makes it easier to invite someone into a tidy space that might feel more welcoming and inviting and cozy, also don't wait for that. Don't wait until you've completely finished decluttering your entire home Don't wait until your kids are older so that there's not as much of a mess on a daily basis. If your home is a little haphazard this week and you've got kids running around making messes, your people still want to be with you. So don't be afraid to invite them in. Apologize for the mess if you feel like you need to, but also they probably don't care that much. And my last tip actually has nothing to do with your home at all when it comes to hosting and the stuff that you have. It has to do with you. This is what I tell myself all the time, and it is to listen more than you talk. As you might know, I kind of like talking. I'm a podcast host, so I can get carried away with talking, but my goal is always to listen more than I talk, and I try to remind myself of that when I'm going to have someone in my home. I try to remind myself of that even when I am with my everyday people. Now, there are totally times when we are the ones who need a friend and we need to be the ones talking. And I'm not saying that hosting people in your home and inviting someone in doesn't give you that opportunity because I think friendship and community is for sure a two-way street. But it's always helpful to kind of think about and remind myself of the fact that I want to love people well when I'm hosting them in my home and I want to listen to them. I want to be a good listener. So that's just my very last tip for hosting and minimalism is just focus on the people, focus on listening, focus on community and be more concerned about letting people know that they are cared for than having all the right stuff. My suggestion to you is this. If you're the hosting kind, or even if you're not, allow minimalism to compel you to invite more people into your home, especially if that's something you've been wanting to do. I know I enjoy having people in my home, but in the past I've been so hesitant to do so because I thought I needed to have all the right things or I needed to have the perfectly tidy home. With minimalism, we have more time and space to focus on what matters. And with minimalism, we are less overwhelmed by our things and therefore we can concern ourselves with others more, with being more welcoming. 
we shift our focus to what's important. We shift our focus from our stuff to our people. And when we're focused on our people, we can not only be a better host, but a better friend in general. You don't need a lot of stuff to be a good host. Sure, it might impress people, but I think people don't really want to come to your house to be impressed. People want to come over and be reminded that they aren't alone. They want your presence. They want to know that they are loved and seen and heard. So don't worry. If you have a small home, if you have minimal stuff, if you have a low budget, if you don't have fancy things to show your friends, just be with them. Listen more than you talk, and you'll see that the stuff really never mattered all along. It's the people that matter. That is all I have for you today, friends. I hope that gave you a little bit of encouragement to just invite some people over. Invite people into your home. Whether you have all the resources or not, invite people in because you don't need fancy things to do so. And just love on them. And just be in community with people. I really hope to see you in the decluttering challenge starting Monday. Subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss next week's episode. And I will talk to you back here then.